You are a powerful creator, my friend, and perhaps your focus on what you don't want to happen is exactly why your fears, worries, frustrations are showing up continually in your real life experiences. Let's talk about it today on the podcast. Welcome to the Love in Progress podcast, where we deep dive into self-reflection and healing as a catalyst for better relationships and leadership. I am your host and educator, Nina, and I'm here to be a guide to you in that process. Let's get started. Today, I want to talk to you about the power of your attention and focus, specifically your attention and focus towards the things that you do not want to happen in your life. The power behind the creation that comes from anxiety around certain situations, people, places, experiences, and how your continued focus on that is actually a self-fulfilling prophecy. (laughs) Now, focus is a very powerful thing. Can I tell you a story? This week I was meditating and I had some candles lit like I usually do with some of the intentions that I'd like to meditate around the positive things I want to create in my life and in my experience and my relationships and my mindset, all of that. I fuel with a, a little light, um, like I'm sparking something new. And as I was meditating, I got really warm and I took off the sweatshirt that I was wearing and I kind of haphazardly flung it too close to those candles. And it was really funny because when the sweater left my hand, I imagined it touching (laughs) the candles, being lit up in fire by the flame. And it was terrifying before it even anything could happen, right? You know, when it extended from my hand, I imagined the worst case scenario happening. And Thankfully, my sweater did not catch on fire, but it did catch a little spark and I quickly went over and extinguished it. But it was in that moment that I was reminded that when I focus on something, even if it's something I do not want, I have the power to create that in my world. I want you to go and uh, go to Google, YouTube, whatever your search engine of choice is And look at the observer's effect. Perhaps I'll have a a whole other podcast talking about it. But when I learned about the observer's effect, I was blown away. It is a scientific approach to the idea that what you focus on literally can move the smallest particles of matter. And as I understood that principle as a baseline in my life, I realized that what I put my attention to, I can manipulate. And I really think that's possible for every person, not just those that maybe in our experience have produced miracles or miraculous things uh, that are pretty quantifiable, but I think happen all the time, more than we are aware of, that we are manipulating matter on a microscopic level through our attention. We're moving that energy according to our focus. And this has, again, been confirmed by the observer's effect. And so in that moment, my hyperfixation and focus on what I didn't want to happen literally helped it come to be. That is creative energy in action. There is a really powerful story of, of, of a Cirque du Soleil performer 
who slipped one time during a performance. And because of the fear she had in that one time of falling, even though she'd done the trick thousands of times, in those consecutively next performances, she slipped in the same way in the same spot. And so she was coming to a coach to be able to help her break that cycle and figure out why is it that I'm falling? And ultimately, it came down to this idea that every time she would think about that trick, she would think, don't fall, don't fall, don't slip, don't do it, don't mess up. And so her hyperfixation on not doing that thing was perpetuating that thing to happen. <laughs> and so this mindset coach worked with her to be able to imagine the best case scenario happening, her going through this trick and sequence without flaw. And a bit of time working on this perpetuated thought created a belief within her that she could move forward doing that trick successfully yet again. And I remember reading that particular story and anecdote thinking, that's so true. I want you to just ponder here with me for a moment about times in your life when you have inadvertently obsessed negatively over an undesired outcome just to see it come to fruition. Um, I can think of one particular example. Um, I was traveling with a friend and she was talking about how oh, I just I just know I'm going to lose my luggage. I, I'm sure something like that will happen on this trip. <laughs> And sure enough, the luggage got lost. And I turned to her and I said, you got to stop talking like that. I love you so much, but you're too powerful of a creator to start using that beautiful creative energy on things that are a detriment to the ease and flow and joy in your life. And, and listen, I wasn't trying to be condescending to her. I was speaking from a place of experience because there have been so many times where I think about the worst case scenario so much so that that's exactly what I create. And it's interesting because when we have an awareness to this, we start thinking about certain situations we care about very differently. We start to notice the inner dialogue around these situations shifting and changing because we know that what we say inside of our heads and out loud is a step in that manifestation process. It literally coming to be because of our focus. So if you're like, okay, easier said than done, Nina, I have anxiety. So I naturally have a tendency towards thinking about the worst case scenario, or I have trauma or challenge from my past that puts a filter on my world so that I'm, you know, protective and defensive in certain situations. I want to first off, just validate that, you know, I, I get it. Your mind is trying to protect you. Your emotions are trying to protect you. But I will say this, if you check in, in the moments when the anxiety is the highest, are you really in danger or is it the fear of the potential of being in danger that gives your body the alarm system going off to generate the hyperfixation on the worst case scenario? I want you to reflect on that because uh, Will Smith shares a story about the time he was going skydiving. And that his fear was the worst while he was in the plane thinking about jumping off. But in the moment when he should be experiencing the fear, when he was flying through the air after his feet had left the airplane, was when he felt the most exhilaration and peace. 
He said, isn't that interesting how our mind will play tricks on us in anticipation of an experience that we could go through in a way to be a protective element. It's almost like a little guard dog, you know, going off inside of us. Like there's, there's danger here. (laughs) So you're maybe saying to me, how do I turn that off? How do I turn off this process that I have of going through some of these worst case scenarios, whether that's speaking from experience or anticipatory fear, um, you know, just that general imagining component that can oftentimes take me down a dark road. Well, that's what I want to help you with today. First off, I want you to understand how powerful your thoughts are, which I think we've covered so far. But two, I want you to know that those thoughts do not define you. You do not always have to be the one that assumes the worst case scenario. That can be an identity you step out of. You don't have to be the anxious one. You don't have to be the worry wart. You don't have to be the one that can figure out all of the death traps when you're out on vacation or, you know, the, the, the potential challenges that may come up. What if you utilized that powerful, beautiful brain of yours to wrap your head around intently and often the best case scenario? And while I know that can sound a little cringy, like looking on the bright side all the time, I promise you that on the other side of it is a happier, less aggravated, agitated, and anxiety-ridden life. And if that's something that you want, this is worth figuring out. This is a skill set worth developing. And I'm here as walking proof to tell you that it is a skill set. And if it's a skill set, you can improve it. You can get better. You can notice the flaws without judgment and say, I have a tendency towards this. No, I'm going to say I have had a tendency towards this, but I'm interested in a joy-filled life. I'm interested in using my beautiful creative mind and power to wrap around the best case scenario. In the moment, those anxious thoughts are kind of like a runaway train. Just like a train starting down the tracks, it kind of has to build some momentum. Know that as your anxiety around what you fear builds up momentum, the more potential damage it has. And, you know, putting a big roadblock in front of a runaway train is going to do more harm to the roadblock than it ever would the train. The train is just far more powerful at that point. However, if the train is just picking up steam, if it's just starting to get a little bit of momentum and then a roadblock is placed in front of it, it's a lot easier to stop it. So that's my first piece of advice. Notice the spiraling, negative, anxious, fear-based thoughts and stop them. How do you stop them? You think of something else. (laughs) The power of your focus will change everything. Again, you're probably sitting there thinking, yeah, easier said than done, Nina. I'm here to tell you it's possible. And this is what it looks like. Let's just say you have a fear around a child getting hurt in a certain scenario. Let's just say they're going off to school. You're worried about them being bullied or picked on or to not have a positive experience at their school. When you think about that, it elicits an emotional response. Yes. I'm protective. 
I'm anxious. What if someone's unkind? What if someone hurts their feelings? What if they then start to cry? What if the other friends in the group are then uh, judging them for being emotional and crying? And then more kids start contributing to making fun of my child. And I can just imagine my, my child breaking down and feeling so helpless and hopeless and frustrated. You see, this is a runaway train, okay? That's a runaway train. But let's just say, for instance, we go down the same track, I'm worried and anxious that my child going to school is going to be a hard experience for them. They might get bullied. Stop. Drop if you need to. Get to the ground and breathe. Eliminate that mind chatter. Activate safety. My child is safe at school. And then this is where the self-talk comes in. I'm doing the practice of taking a beat, by the way. So if you don't know this practice, B-E-A-T, go back and listen to it. It's a podcast episode all on its own. And then we focus on the talk, okay? I believe that my child's school experience will elicit from them massive growth opportunities. I know that them going to school will facilitate experiences and emotions and situations and circumstances that will help them know who they are, where they stand, and their own self-confidence amidst the feedback of their peers. And you know what? I'm going to hold space and belief for relentless kindness for them, to them, and from them today. I imagine teachers just noticing them in the hallway. I notice peers smiling at them and laughing with them, enjoying their time, patting them on the back, inviting them to go sit with them at lunch. I imagine joy and ease as they walk through the hallways of their school. I imagine the lunchtime experience to be fun. They're giggling there. They're enjoying their food. They're engaging in intriguing and curious conversations. They're feeling joy and connection. They're loving school. I love that for them. Now listen, I jump tracks on that train. Yes or yes. And it takes practice to start talking to yourself like that. I get it. But you can generate the same level of momentum on a track that you want to take that's going to help you get to outcomes that are much more aligned with your desired life. And you could, you could spend time thinking through all of the worst case scenarios. But I am confident to say that spending your time there is not fun. And it's going to affect your future. It will. Right now, in your power of focus, you are a creator. What you see in your physical world right now is old news. It's the creation of past thought showing up now. But if you want to have a voice and an influence over the future of you and your family, then you have to take back your power right now. Don't waste another minute of that beautiful creative energy on something that's just not helpful. 
You're too powerful to do that. And telling yourself, I'm just going to stop thinking what I've been thinking is a hard train to stop. You've got to reroute it. Got to find another way for that beautiful creative energy to flow. And it's going to take practice. Perhaps you have to write down those affirming statements of what you want to create and then pull it out like a script, start repeating it, and then do everything in your beautiful creative power to start believing it's possible. Despite what has been created in your past, that's old news. Despite the conditions that are around you, You need to look beyond the conditions, set the intention, and then believe it with your whole heart. Because the belief that you hold behind the thoughts is the fuel behind that fire. You want to stoke it. You want to grow it. You want to help it burn bright and brilliantly. And so those other little thoughts just get picked up. They just get burnt off. They're minor when it comes to the major influence and message of what you want instead. My favorite mindset, an intentional living mentor, Abraham Hicks says, a belief is just a thought that we continue to think. So if you want to shift some of those beliefs, start with your thoughts. Pick up some momentum by continuing to think around that same thought. And if it gets really hard for you to think positively about a situation because it's just, it's got a lot of baggage, it's got a pretty solidified track that you know you can go down fast, then go more general. Say things like, I don't know exactly how this can play out in the best way possible, but I'm confident that as I focus on the best case scenario here, I can create it because I'm always on my way. I'm a powerful creator. I know what I think about grows. So I'm going to feed water, offer sunlight to those seeds of an idea that I want to grow and that I don't have to live in fear, but I can instead step into that empowerment and power to know that my outer world is a reflection of my inner world. I know that you have active thoughts right now that are working towards your detriment. They are negatively impacting the reality that you are seeing right now in your life. So today, dedicate yourself to the awareness of those fearful thoughts that are generating the negative outcomes in your life and decide to stop that train early and reroute it and be diligent and determined in your attention and focus on intention. That's where your power lies. Today, I don't want you to focus on your fears. I don't want you to journal out. What am I fearing right now? What fears am I perpetuating? We're just, we know they're there. I want you to use your beautiful power and focus today in your journaling to imagine what you want to create instead. So just like I had a conscious awareness in the example to the fear around a child going to school, I could then focus my journaling time on what positive outcomes I want to see with my child at school. 
I know you have in your mind two to three scenarios that you're continually perpetuating negative thoughts around. Maybe it's your worthiness to attract a quality partner and lover. Maybe it's your skill set as a parent. Maybe it's your potential to be a leader and successful in business. I don't want us to spend our time getting really specific on that because that's a waste of our creative attention. But instead, with that in mind, I want you to go fast forward on the track that you desire. What do I want instead? What's the best case scenario right now? And then spend your beautiful creative energy right there. I believe you can do it. I think you can turn your world around. Those stressful, fear-filled situations are no longer going to hold you captive. This is a simple but powerful stepping point to stop the momentum towards those anxiety-ridden flows and redirect, redirect onto a new pathway, a new track, and gain some massive momentum with your creative energy. I believe in you. I'm excited to see what you create out of that place of joy and alignment and excitement and hope. Gosh, that sounds fun, yes? So I'm rooting you on today and every day. Remember to live well, look well, and be well, my friend. And I will see you on the next podcast. Thanks, friend, for tuning in today and investing in your own growth. I'm proud of you. Now, remember, personal development can be inspiring and uplifting to listen to, but won't change your life until you put the learning into practice. That's where my mentorship and coursework comes in. If you're looking for accountability and real results in your life right now, then I'm here to help. Head to my website, allthingsnina.com, and explore options that will best fit you, whether that's self-guided through prompts and coursework or with my assistance through personalized wellness mentorship. Remember, your best well life awaits. You just have to build it. Let's do it together. I'm rooting for you.